Welcome back to the Rhubarb and Custard podcast. I'm Jojo Smith, aka Rhubarb. And I'm Rosie Wood, aka Custard. This podcast is all about business, branding, confidence and wonky crowns. It's a safe, unapologetic space for business owners and wannabe business owners. If you want to take part in the conversation and help us figure out whether rhubarb is in fact a fruit or a vegetable, you can find us on Instagram at underscore rhubarb and custard. Either way, we're good for you. So welcome back for episode one, the one with the ham and mustard sandwiches. Thank you so, so much for coming back and joining us and making it through our trailer. Um, we promised you a starter main and dessert, and the starter is always a bit of chit-chat at the start. So, Joe, how did you find recording that intro? Take 222. Oh, don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a bit of a thing, isn't it? You get an idea and you're like, okay, let's roll with this. And then yeah. you get to the actual thing. Never quite as easy as you think it's going to be. Like, yeah, we've got this. Yeah, but we got through it. Yeah, we did. I think it it feels like it should be easier than it is. Like, you turn up and you think, "Oh, it's Joe. I've chatted with Joe a million times before. We can definitely do this. We know what Rebound and Custard is about. We can introduce the podcast to somebody." And then you hit record, and you're like, "Uh." <laughs> I mean, you're talking to somebody that never is stuck for words. Yeah. And the words didn't come out right. The words didn't sound right. And it's just, it is a bit hard for anybody that's done a podcast. I'm sure they'll all agree that those first recording, you know, bits, <laughs> that's not the right word. Bits. <laughs> those first recording bits, you do get a little bit flummoxed. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I think because you want it to feel, you, you want to make sure that you're saying all of the things, but you don't want it to feel scripted. And it's like this weird place where you're kind of going a bit off, you know, a bit ad hoc and a bit, is that the right word? Ad lib? Ad hoc? I don't know. Yeah. Um, one of those. One of those. Um, and trying to trying to get all the stuff in that you know you need to say, but still have it feeling and sounding natural. I don't know. It's, yeah, it, I feel like there should be some bloopers or something at the end of this episode for you, because there must be some funny ones out of that. I think we'll have some really good ones, to be honest with you. But we made it through. We're here on episode one. Yeah. And I feel I feel a little bit more confident now. I feel like we'll be like, you know, easing ourselves into it. We're into the chit chat now, aren't we? So we can do chit if, if there's anything that Joe and I can do, it's chit chat because the amount of times we've put in a half an hour meeting to talk about something and we're still there three hours later and the entire day's gone out the window. I've got to say, my partner says, you've been chatting shit again. <laughs> and I'm like, it's important business stuff. Let's go into our little main then, shall we? What are we going to talk about today, Joe? So as we said before, there'll always be a starter, that's the chit-chat, and we then move on to main course. So main course, what does that mean in our podcast? That means that we get to the, you know, I want to say the meaty stuff, but I don't want to offend any vegans or anybody else out there. So it won't necessarily be the meaty stuff, but it will be the juicy part of the podcast where we actually talk about, you know, maybe um, hurdles or problems or things that just happen within your business that have happened to us so that people can relate to them. Mm-hmm. And I think we've promised, you know, people will be wondering what are we talking about when we say this is the one with the ham and mustard sandwiches. Yeah, need some explanation there, don't we? Yeah. (laughs) So 
Wow, what a long story how my mustard is when you actually like work it backwards. So Joe and I have been uh, collaborating for nearly two years now. So Joe was a branding client of mine that I just never managed to shake off. <laughs> Thanks, Matt. <laughs> me. Um, no, meant in the nicest possible way, of course. Um, and we've had over over the last nearly two years, we've had lots of clients together, lots of conversations, lots of late night voice notes, and things get a bit silly sometimes. And are you the, gonna tell them the ham story? The ham story. Um, shall I tell them the ham story? I think because really that is where this derives from, and that's why yeah, so it is. <laughs> yeah, it is. So, okay, so the ham story. So I think it was it Christmas last year. I think it must have been Christmas last year, wasn't it? And we'd already, by this point, we had a little thing going on because you had your van billboard, didn't you? Do you remember? Correct. So we already had the van. So, yeah, so there was the opportunity. I won a competition, random, sent you a message. Rosie, I need a graphic. I've got my uh, my business on a billboard. And you were like, only you. This oh, could sorry. happen. Sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, Joe messaged me completely out of the blue and said, I've won this competition. I need my logo on the side of a van, which will go on a billboard in the middle of Birmingham, was it? Or Manchester or? Birmingham City Centre. Birmingham City Centre. So anyway, that was just one of those one of those days where like, you couldn't have written it. Like, it just gets thrown at you completely randomly. So we did that. And of course, with um, our many late night voice notes and things things get a bit silly sometimes we get a little bit hysterical sometimes or things get a bit stressful and we find ourselves I don't know if you've ever done this as well we find ourselves turning to accents for some reason and the only (laughs) you might notice that there's a difference between us so Joe is Joe is in the Midlands in uh, Birmingham and I am down in Devon um, and I don't know, I don't think that I sound particularly Devon, but it comes up sometimes in our conversations and the, the accent turns a little bit like this. I and, love uh, my Devonshire accent, I yeah. do. I don't know if that's good, but I love it. Yeah, so our, our accents turn a little bit like this. And um, So by this point at Christmas, we had the van and we had accents. So I'm putting together this, uh, this thing to go up on Joe's wall in the office as a, as a little Christmas gift. So I'm making this graphic that's like her branding and I'm looking for a background for it. And obviously Joe's brand colours are pink. So I'm thinking, I'm thinking I don't really want just like a flat pink background. So I go looking for kind of textures and I went on to a website where you can get like stock elements for the background. And uh, there was one that came up and it was it was pink. It fitted the brand colours and I thought, oh, this will be funny. I'll put this in. Um, Can I just interject at this point, right? What I saw was a beautiful pink marbled background. (laughs) As you were. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. So it it looked like a beautiful pink marbled background as far as Joe was concerned anyway. So I put it in the, I put it in the graphic um, and I sent it over um, and she came back and she said something along the lines of, I completely love this. Absolutely. That's amazing. And it wasn't until that point that I told her because I expected her to notice 
and she didn't. I it wasn't until that point I told her that the background, the nice pink marble background, was in fact a close up of some ham. <laughs> I must have felt very in tune with it. <laughs> hungry so that kind of followed on to be that we'd always have ham and vans ham accents Peugeot vans yeah and that's what I ended up actually putting and writing on the graphic ham accents Peugeot vans and I did it in her nice gold scripted writing so it was completely on brand and it just said ham accents and Peugeot vans um and then the mustard so around January time I introduced some mustard color into my branding which is where the mustard came from. So we ended up being ham and mustard because obviously Joe's feels obviously very spiritually drawn to ham. <laughs> um, and I'm, I'm clearly very spiritually drawn to mustard. So we became ham and mustard, which as you can tell by the name of this podcast, not being ham and mustard, that did evolve. <laughs> but, but I'll let Joe share, share the evolution into rhubarb and custard with you. So this, I mean, this is really a typical example of how a brand evolves. <laughs> <laughs> not, not necessarily an everyday example. I can't say that we go down this route with our clients too often, but... We don't go down that kind of route, but sometimes it's just that little bit of, you know, the initial inspiration of, okay, we were at Ham and Mustard and we were like, no... And then literally it struck and it was like rhubarb and custard. Yes. And it just fitted, didn't it? It was very much rhubarb and custard. So, I mean, we've taken this to where and how this brand evolved of rhubarb and custard. But I mean, you know, rhubarb, it's a little bit tart. It's a little bit sassy. It's, you know, it's all the things that some, you know, really kind of stand out. And it's like, it's not your norm, is it? It's not your average Joe kind of fruit. Is it a fruit or is it a vegetable? There's a question. Email us and let us know. I feel like it's a vegetable, you know. Well, I'm not sure. So if anybody knows, let us know. But either way, it makes you inquisitive, doesn't it? And then custard. I mean, you are you are the cream of De- Devon, aren't you? Absolutely, <laughs> the crop. So rhubarb and custard, it fitted. Do you know what I feel makes them also quite appropriate for us? Is they're not necessarily things that everybody loves. Like they're very much you either like them or you don't. Um, and I think that's us. Like we're not here for everybody. We but the people that we are here for um we know will be an incredible fit for for us and for the brand and for the community and for this space so lesson in business full stop and that's you know your branding in the sense of you won't be to everybody's taste you won't be everybody's you know flavor you you won't suit everybody's palate it's Mm. you have to go with what feels right for you because then you will absolutely show up as you yeah um it's you know it's a funny story but there is a main message in there yeah definitely definitely I think there's a there's there's a very um very strong and beneficial message in there about showing up as who you are and understanding that and trusting that that isn't for everybody but the people that it is for will can love you for it and a lot of people are afraid to 
niche or afraid to be too too much themselves because of the people that they will turn off. And it's not about those people. It's about the people that you will absolutely turn on. And the only way that you can really make a meaningful connection with somebody is to talk directly to them and is to understand them and listen to them and relate to them. Um, and you can't do that to everybody. You just, like, you can't. Going back to ham and mustard. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's look at the sweet treat within this. On, the dessert, if you will. The dessert. Um, we always, for me, the dessert is always the best bit. It's always, it's always the bit that sends you away feeling really full, I think, because it's the bit I look forward to. So the sweet treat in all of this, I think, is really, if we go, if we rewind right back to when we were like, do we want to do this podcast? Shall we go with this? We started with ham and mustard and it was it was just action from there to take that action to actually do something about it and let it evolve naturally it doesn't have to be perfect does it it can be messy it can be messy and I think messy is better to be honest because if you spend it's like anything isn't it like if you spend time waiting until you feel ready to do something you just don't do it because if it's a scary thing or it's something new or it's outside of your comfort zone, you're never going to feel ready to do it because the only way to feel confident enough to do it is to do it. Like people always make the mistake of thinking they need the confidence first to do the thing. And that's not how confidence works. You have to do the thing and you have to do it scared and you have to do it shitting yourself. And you just have to say yes and decide that you want to do the thing more than you are afraid to do it. Like you only have to get yourself just just over that like 51% want it more, 49% scared of it. You just have to get yourself just over the line and do the thing. And then the confidence will come. It's, I mean, I'm literally going to go back to the oldest analogy in the book. It's like riding a bike, isn't it? The more you do it, the better you're going to get at it. And literally it's, it's, I think it's that initial, it's that initial, let's just go for it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Take the messy action. Do it anyway. Feel the fear. Do it anyway. Just go for it. That's a really good book, actually. Feel the fear and do it anyway. I don't know if you've read it. It's a really good book. I haven't read that one. Give it a read. But again, that was like a wafer in my dessert. So cheers for that. I've uh, I've got a good real life story actually. I took so my eldest for not for Joe's purposes for for the listeners' purposes. My eldest Millie, um, she is actually about to turn eight. But I took her to have her ears pierced a couple of weeks ago. So she she asked me if she could have them done, and I'm like, yeah, that's fine. But I let, let her nag me a few more times because I thought I'm not doing this on a whim. Um, and she is usually the biggest wimp going. Um, and so I booked her in and she was really, really excited. And as we got closer to it, closer and closer to the appointment, she started to get really, really nervous. And uh, but she was adamant she wanted her ears pierced. So we drove down and took her in and they did the first one. And obviously she screamed and she cried. And that was it. Like she went into full like that was horrendous. I'm never doing that again. You're not doing the other side. We sat there for about half an hour with me trying to talk her around. No, 
So we left with just one ear pierced and we went home and by the time we got home, there wasn't any pain anymore. There was never any blood. Like she was fine within about 10 minutes, probably actually. And I said to her, maybe when you're feeling brave enough, we'll go back and have the other side done. So the next day, literally the day after she came to me and said, can you book me in for the other side? And I said to her, are you feeling brave now? And she said, yes. She said, I've thought about it. And if I can be brave enough to do one, then I can be brave enough again to do the other one. And I was like, oh, Mills, I'm going to cry. I just love that. I just love that. <laughs> That's literally everything as a fairy godmother that I believe in because your past pumpkins are your pure potential. <laughs> you look back at what you've done. At what you've past, done. And you say to yourself, hold on a minute. I got over that. I can absolutely do this. It's coming. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love that. That's yeah. what you need to do. You need to remember those things. And literally, next time when she comes to you and she's like, Mom, I'm really nervous about this, go, you've got your ears pierced. You've got this. Yeah, exactly. You can do anything now. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Anything. Yeah. I, um, I, I remember that. I think I told you this on the morning when you said you were going. I said, no, they'll do both at the same time. No, they didn't. <laughs> they didn't. No, they didn't. That's a myth. <laughs> I should have phoned ahead and said to them because they would have saved a lot of effort if they just both together. But never mind. And it taught her a good lesson. It taught her about confidence and it taught her about being brave. And to be honest, she figured that lesson out all by herself. And I think that was the thing that I was most proud of. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Rhubarb and Custard and Ham and Mustard. <laughs> and we look forward to seeing you. Not seeing you. I need to. I mean, that I'm never going to get over saying. No, it's just, it's we look forward to you guys joining us again next episode, episode two. So, if you have a question or a topic you'd like us to discuss on the podcast, you can find us and DM us over on Instagram at underscore rhubarb and custard. We would love to hear from you. But right now, it's bye from rhubarb and it's bye from custard. <laughs>